1: My next guest, he's on the phone, one of my favorite actors. He served as an executive producer and starred on one of my popular, a very popular movie called, for Sony called The Perfect Guy, which opened number one at the box office. Uh, When I worked with him, uh, executive produced the movie, very popular movie, I think everybody knows, Think Like a Man, and Think Like a Man 2. And he starred in About Last Night, an action vampire movie, Underworld, some of Underworld Guy. If you you know Underworld, Underworld Awakening, he was in that. I was like, man and in Underworld Awakening that's my movie. His television credits include The Good Wife, Common Law Almost Human, which I really love, that was on Fox, and Sleeper Cell, which was on Showtime Networks. another one of those movies, series that I really like, and he was nominated for a Golden Globe Award. He is on the show today to discuss several projects in TV and film, including the Sony thriller The Intruder, opposite my man Dennis Quaid, he's a Texan, that's why I call him my man, I'm a Houston Texan, and Megan Good, which hits theaters May 3rd. Please welcome to Money-Making Conversations, my man, Michael (laughs) Ealy.
2: What's up, man? What's up, Sean? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing, doing
1: really, really good, man. So, one thing I always like about you, Michael, you keep a low key personality, but you can do yeah. so many different roles. How does how does that how does that work? You know.
2: You know, a good question. I, I think for me, I think if you live your life out loud, it's really hard to to slip into characters um, that are. Um, you know, kind of intricate and, and unique. And uh, it's, it's I always say that, you know, it's important to take breaks and to kind of live life a little bit so that when you try to reflect life, uh, you have something to draw from. You know, I think in this climate right now, everybody's just obsessed with social media and everything and putting it out there all mm-hmm. the time, putting their lives out there all the time Right. that, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to step back and actually live and just observe for a little while. And because it's my job to kind of observe life and then turn around and, and reflect it on the screen. Mm-hmm. For me, I just have to live a little bit differently in addition to the fact that I'm pretty much probably one of the few private people in this business.
1: <laughs> Very true. Cause uh, social media, I had to, I, social media. You were you were a big social media guy when I first met you, and I was not. No, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was not. That was a funny conversation because I, I, I we sat down and I just we talked about social media. Why did you resist social media, and how are you using social media to your advantage now? Because you're private. That's one thing about you. You really, yeah. You really. Are, if you if you ever around him, he's not a guy that's going to seek out a party, going to seek out publicity. He's on a red carpet because he's there for that movie. He's that type of guy. Now you're in social media. you got a million followers
2: on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know, um, first and foremost, I think I got more. I just think they won't, whatever, they won't increase my numbers. So it is what it is. But that being said, uh, (laughs) you never thought I'd say that. Uh Uh, So, you know, um, no, listen, you know, when we sat down, I think there was a fear on my part of feeling like the whole thing, the whole structure or blueprint of, of social media is about approval to right. me.
1: hmm
2: You know, mm-hmm. when you get likes and followers and all of that stuff, I, I've just lived my life and I've kind of lived through my career in a position where I never really wanted to need that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. There's something disturbing about needing followers and needing likes and and that sense of approval. And I think, you know, you can see it with what's happening to the youth. You know, suicide rates are up and cyberbullying is up. And we're raising a generation of kids right now who seek approval and not just from their inner circle. They seek approval from the public. And when I grew up, that wasn't, you know, your inner circle was, was it. Right, right. <laughs> that, was, that was it. It was your <laughs> friend, you know. But now I think there's something, you know, perhaps clinically wrong with seeking public approval 24-7.
1: It really is. It really is. And I think that, uh, you know, like I have a daughter. She's in college, and she lives a life yeah. on her phone. And I, yeah. and I constantly pull her off of it just in conversation. I, I make her watch the news. That the news is reality. I would say news is reality. Yeah. I don't know what's on that phone. It's not because you know they people go on these phones and, and Google health cures for cancer and all type of illnesses because they think and it can be written by a grandma in Idaho, and you think mm-hmm. that's that's legitimate. And that's why you really say that, you, that the character of understanding what's going on. You have to live your life and you keep it structured. Now when I when I when I say that I you know like I said I, I, you was in the underworld. You know, you played a, a policeman in there. Then you you can do comedy. You know, then you can be a a a, a violent, you know, a stalking type character. Then you can be suave. C- come on, Mike, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. I I I can Mike. I Mike can do just the the angry guy. That's me. Rashawn can do the angry. But <laughs> how are you doing all these roles, man? I what what are you what are, what what are you what is, what's prepping you to be able to pull those different characters off?
2: Honestly, Rashawn, like. <laughs> what you're saying right now is probably the highest compliment you can give me, right? In that, if you tell me I can play all of these characters in a credible way, right? that was, that was the goal that I set for myself when I got started. I didn't want to just be, especially with the way that I look, I didn't want to just be, you know, this romantic leading man for the rest of my career. Right, right, I didn't, right, right. if I, if I didn't love acting, perhaps I could have just made a living doing that. Right. But mm-hmm. for me, it's about stepping into different people's shoes and circumstances. Right. When I did it for colored girls, you know, for me, that was, that was massive because it gave me the opportunity to step into the shoes of someone who, on the surface, seems like the worst person in the world, <laughs> right. but in truth, you know, everybody has—I'm not saying everybody has an excuse—but mm-hmm. the character of Bo Willie in and in, in, in for Color Girls, he was suffering from PTSD, and the commentary of that is, "What are we doing with our veterans?" Because sending people to war seems like a great idea and a very valiant thing to do. But what are the consequences, the real-life consequences that are affecting the soldiers that are going there and the secondary PTSD, which is affecting their families and their caretakers when they come home? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was not, you know, what I do is also an opportunity to kind of shed light on what's really going on. And, you know... I just never really wanted to just sit back and kind of, you know, play one character. If that was the case, I would have been still playing Ricky from Barbershop right now.
1: Right, right. And, uh, you uh, know what or, mean? Or so that I mean? That. that cyborg character. Well, that was cyborg character. That cyborg character, almost human, right? You, what it like yeah, that?
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Play the android and that. <laughs> there one. you go. Yeah. See, I, I you you know that that and that that's that to me is like the one job that kind of got away from me because I mean obviously they canceled it right. but I I really like the commentary of that one because ultimately you know here I am playing an Android who's facing discrimination right <laughs> and it's right. like right. I got this I can this. tap into this <laughs> I I know a, I know a whole species of people. Who can tap into this? Well,
1: <laughs> well on the phone so. is my man, Michael Ealy. He has established himself as one, of, as one of Hollywood's leading men, seamlessly jumping from TV to film. He will soon be starred in the upcoming Sony thriller, The Intruder, opposite my man, Dennis Quaid and Megan Good, which hits theaters May 3rd. When we come back, that's all we're going to talk about is this movie. Because, see, whenever I buy a new house, I get nervous about my locks or my doors. So, so I always make sure they all get changed. And so I saw the trailer. And we're gonna talk about more with my man Michael Ely, uh, Mister Social Media, Michael Ely, my man. Hi, this is Rashad McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. It's the home of information. If you want to know information or get comments or get support or motivation and entertainment as well as uh, entrepreneurship on the phone is a very talented one of the one of the leading men who seems to be like I stated earlier prior to the break or jumps from TV to film and I. I had him doing comedy. I had him doing a romantic lead. I, I've seen him be a, a be a sale. You know I mean, he, he, he's a dual role. He plays an android. He he plays a a guy that you you hate you dated because next thing he's clingy, you know. <laughs> and now he's on the show with the. He's on this next movie with my man Dennis Quaid, The Intruder, and the very talented and lovely Megan Good, which comes out May third from Sony. Tell us about that movie, Mike.
2: Yeah, The Intruder is this kind of <laughs> interesting thriller where, you know, you kind of take the American dream of, you know, uh, you know being a newlywed couple and you right. go out to buy your house and start your family and right. you're holding on to the dream and you're doing all the right things. You know what I mean? Like right. you're investing in yourself and you turn around and that uh, that previous owner has found a way to turn that dream into a nightmare. Right. And that's, that's essentially what happens in this, in this particular film. And what I love most about it is that there are no, you know, bulletproof suits and no special <laughs> effects or anything <laughs> like that. This is a grounded, grounded human story, and it's, it's, it's rooted in reality because it could happen to anyone. Right. It could happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. Who is you know trying to buy a house and not you know perhaps doing the research you should do right. on the previous owner? <laughs> right, right, and, right. And and learning that you know maybe this ain't a great fit.
1: Right. And I, I and I, I like I bought at least four homes in my life, and yeah. there is always that uh, to me you know because I, I immediately get security. I get uh, I get my my ADT AD, was ADT yeah yeah uh, a security alarm system set up, and I immediately change all the locks. So that basically plays. I play this movie plays into I think to anybody's fears about home ownership or moving into a condo or an apartment, and and somebody coming back knocking on the door and want to come in. And basically, that's what this movie is about. Somebody wanting to come in, and you said, "Hey, can you just move on? <laughs> Did you just move home?" Yeah.
2: You know, I take it one step further, Sean. And I tell you, <laughs> it's more. I mean, Dennis for Dennis Quay's character, he plays a guy named Charlie Peck. Uh-huh. It's more about for him not letting go.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Of what old? Mm-hmm. Not letting go of you know the past, and you know thinking he's got a second shot. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of his future. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 dark. In that way, it's 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 dark in that way, and I think you know there'll definitely be people who watch this movie, and will see, um, you know, some contemporary themes that 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 hold true as we speak.
1: Well, you know, the interesting so, thing about that, when you say that, you know, because you know, I, I think that uh, you really came to my by attention from an acting standpoint on a sleeper sale, you know, mm-hmm. and you were nominated for a mm-hmm. Golden Globe, and um, mm-hmm. and I and I. Really, the reason why, because I, because his character, I, I, I know this is an African American. I know that I'm going. Yes. How is he playing this role? You know, and uh, and it's right. so believable with such high level of credibility. And so mm-hmm. when I go back to you, and I'm just, uh, when I, because I had uh, Frankie Faison on it on the radio, and I've had Curtis, uh-huh. uh, Curtis, uh Hunter, Hunter Curtis Hall, all these all these individuals just like you that can just jump from role to role. And just, y'all just regular people, man. Y'all just regular people. But when you uh-huh. take on these characters, they become very rememberable. How oh, thank you. How do you do that? Because uh, I asked them each one of them the same question, but you're a younger version of them. So your body right. work is going to be crazy when you get their age. How do right. you do
2: that? This is a God given gift. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I think it's a God given gift. Mm-hmm. And I think, You know, with the proper training, Um, Vondi actually came and directed an episode of Sleeper Still. I love working with him. Um, You know, you you can, you're actually trained to do this, right? So Mm -hmm. um, the key is to find something that you can relate to in each character. To go back to what we were saying, for the intruder, I was actually renovating my house
0: mm-hmm.
2: when this movie came to me. <laughs> and I remember feeling like what I love about this story is that my wife and I had just been out in them streets looking at houses, mm-hmm. trying to find, you know, because we were about to have another baby. Right. And we were like, we need some more space. And, mm-hmm. you know, let's look at houses so we don't have to renovate and da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, like, we couldn't find, you know, I was more like my character, Scott. I'm walking around houses like, I ain't really trying to pay this money for this. (laughs) You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, I ain't really, I'm not really trying to pay this money for this. Right, Mm -hmm. right. I don't really like, I don't like not knowing what's behind these walls. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because a house can be a money pit.
1: Right, absolutely. You know, absolutely. It
2: can look amazing and then you know, right. then things start going wrong and it's like, well, you don't know what's behind those walls, and renovating or building a house from the ground up was the only way in which you can kind of know what you're working with. So for me, in terms of understanding the character of Scott in this movie, it was the, the, the subject matter was relevant to me recently. Right, And so it was like the perfect way for me to jump into this character and play it the right way. Also, just being married was enough because, as you'll see <laughs> in the movie, my character, Scott, he's not thrilled with the house. Right. But because his lovely wife, played <laughs> by making Good, really, really wants this house, he goes along with it.
1: Absolutely, uh, we, we've and we all been there. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Happy wife, happy life. That's exactly right. And this movie's coming out May 3rd. It's called The Intruder. May and Dennis Quaid, Making Good. I want to I want to flip the switch a little bit because you got another okay. project that's coming down. Called Jacob's Ladder, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Now you'll be uh, executive producing that project. What happens when you
2: put that yeah. hat on, the executive producer hat on? Oh, good question. Um, first of all, um, you you finally have some say in as an actor. A lot of people don't understand. As actors, we're typically just work for higher people, right? And right. In the last decade or so, more actors have become more involved and invested in their careers by producing. And the beautiful thing about producing is that you're not just being told what to do. You have input regarding story development, casting, um, uh, promotion, release. So it's basically you start to learn how to make your baby your baby. Right. You learn how to really make it your baby. And I will say that if I'm going to bank on anyone... I'd rather bank on myself. And, and that's, you know, in, in the hard work that I'm going to put in in terms of story development and, and all of that. And I'm, you know, it doesn't mean you don't have to work with people. You do. You have to work with, you know, a people and, and make sure because they're, they're the experts at what they do. But at the same time, you're not just being kind of told what to do. And that was the way it was for many, many years. And now, actors have an active say in what, you know, how a movie is promoted, right. the storyline, all of that. All of that is 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 big. is better for us now. And that makes you feel good because
1: of the fact that he's absolutely right. Uh, I've been a sitcom writer. I've uh, done talk shows. I've done everything until you put on that producer title yeah. and an active yeah. you, you. really just come on the set. Uh, no, yeah. no, you don't, don't worry about that line. We got you. We'll change the yeah. lines, and you. Well, this is what you're going to say tomorrow. You know? Right. They, they, this is what
2: you're going to say. Right. right.
1: And you know, this is the funny part. They'll, they'll tell you, okay, you can do that line, but they, they, they that line will never make the movie. When you're an executive producer, you say
2: you can do that line, your line will make the movie. <laughs> It'll make the movie. That's a great way of putting it. It, 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 is, it is a way to be much more assertive. And what I learned from Perfect Guy was it actually makes you more invested in promoting the movie. Now, obviously done a bunch of movies with, with Will Packer and, you know, you end up, you know, promoting the movie a lot anyway.
1: Right. right. But right.
2: what it you means- learn from that is <laughs> you're much more invested in the promotion of the movie mm-hmm. because you've been more invested in the project as a whole. Right.
1: Right. And that's really, so it, it,
2: it's, it's, it makes so much more sense. To make you involved. It makes so much more sense. Yeah.
1: I I got my man here, you know, on the phone, uh, just promoting, just promoting this brand. Uh, You know, uh, the movie comes out May 3rd. It's called The Intruder and stars Dennis Quaid, um, my girl, Megan Good. Uh, It's a movie that you got to go see, a movie that you, uh, like I said, happy wife, happy home. Happy (laughs) wife, happy home, happy intruder. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey,
1: Michael, thank you, man, for calling in on the show, Money Making Conversation. Tell my girl thank you for allowing you to schedule to be on this show. I appreciate both of y'all. Appreciate you That's my you. man. Money making conversation. Be right back. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial.
0: Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money.